Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here, and welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Monday. I am grateful to be here, and I am glad to be here. Um, Lori, my wife Lori, has been reading a book, or finished reading a book, that she absolutely insisted that I read as well. It's written by um, Michael Matheny. And you may know Michael Matheny because he's the coach of the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. And prior to the time that he became coach, in between when he was an actual player, he was asked to become the Little League coach for his own son, 10-year-old son, and his peers. And prior to accepting that, he just didn't know whether he wanted to do it because he had a philosophy about coaching and about parents and about the kids that he coached that he didn't know if it would be accepted or not from everything that he had seen. So he wrote a letter to each of the parents, but he brought them in in person in case they had questions, and um, he read this to them, a five-page single-spaced um, manifesto, which is what it became known as, the Matheny Manifesto, that talked about kids and playing, and, and it became so, it was so well-written, wasn't accepted by everybody, but so well-written that it became known as the Matheny Manifesto. And he has written a book called the Matheny Manifesto now because of all the pressure on it, and I highly recommend it for you. Who should read this? First of all, anybody that has kids or grandkids in sports, it's a must read. Second of all, anybody that wants to learn how to become a better leader, I'm, th I'm thinking of Warren Buffett. He was a great cheerleader. He admits that that's one of his keys to success. Well, if you want to be a great cheerleader, read this on how you can actually build character in your children and in your team members and those around you. And you want to be a great leader? Then that leadership is not a title. Leadership is how you live your life. And as great leaders, they always attract to them. So it's a book I highly recommend. She, I, she gave it to me. I read it. She's actually now has a copy, and I think a signed copy, at least for all of the coaches that are going to be coaching in our up, upcoming wacky softball tournament. And uh, hopefully it'll have an impact on them. And also the umpires. Uh, I think it'll be really good for them. But, you know, as a result of that, my eyes and ears are open up to things that are running that down that road. And I'm always open up to things that show the power of gratitude and how if we live in gratitude, it brings about so much more of those meaningful, those things that are meaningful in our lives. Um, I recently was exposed to an article that came from the Huffington Post written by Michael Mulligan. Michael Mulligan uh, is uh, a, a student of education, has been coaching teenagers for the last 38 years, is a professor and uh, a graduate of the School of Education at Harvard. And I loved his article. It's called The Three Most Important Questions You Can Ask Your Teenager. Um, so look it up. Uh, see if you can't find it. If you can't find it, let me know. I'll make sure you can get a copy of it. Um, but can I point on just a couple little things? Um, uh, you know, we could spend a lot of time on this, but I'm going to hit them really fast. First of all, uh, we are now at the point where the last of the millennials are hitting high, high school. They're brilliant. They're sharp. They're curious. They want to learn. They're the sh one of the sharpest generations that have ever come at that age group. In spite of that, they carry with them a lot of baggage. We are, well, there are some concerns for what is going on. And let me just kind of share with you some of the statistics there. Um, a lot, this is, a lot, this is, some of this is coming from William Dershowitz, who's a Yale professor and a student on, a, a deep student. He's written a book on this. But, uh, but he talks about a large-scale survey, 25-year-long study, says that 50% of college students report feelings of hopelessness. One-third reported feeling so depressed that it was difficult to function sometime during the last 12 months. They are stressed out, overpressured, exhibit high levels, toxic levels of fear, anxiety, depression, emptiness, 
uh, aimlessness and isolation. Uh, another study, as many as 22% of adolescent girls from financially comfortable families suffer from clinical depression, uh, substance abuse, anxiety disorders, etc. Um, the um, So uh, Stanford, increasingly we are seeing students struggling with mental health concerns ranging from self-esteem issues, developmental disorders to depression, anxiety, eating disorders, self-mutilation behavior, etc. So what is going on? And, and I think the, the thing about the Matheny Manifesto is it really made me aware as a parent. I wish I'd have read it when I was younger that I could have done as a leader of my family. I have many choices and I can choose certain things. And so one of the, you know, in looking at that, I think that you'll find some leadership principles in there. But let's talk about those three questions. Those three questions that, and, and why are those important? You know, one of the things that's said in this is that um, the kids today, they engage in, um, in education, not to learn something, but rather because it'll help them stand out from their peers when they go to apply for an Ivy League school. You engage in community service, not because you wish to genuinely make a positive difference, but rather because of how it makes you look. It's going to make your resume look better. You can check off the service box, showing that you are a server. You play sports, not to build character or teamwork, but because you want to get recruited by a college team, or not because it's just fun. You know, that's kind of, we've lost some of the fun. Study art, music, not because you wish to refine your understanding of human nature, creativity, and culture, but because it'll make you look smarter. So we become motivated. And so we know that true happiness springs from uh, good health, solid values, meaningful work, multiple positive relationships, and, and selfless service. So um, let's get our eye back on the ball. So here are the three questions. Who tells us who we are? Where do we want to go with our lives? How do we want to get there? Three great, great questions. Start with the first one. Who tells us who we are? Boy, we've got stiff competition today. They're lining up against us. The internet, television, movies, TV, advertising, radio, peer groups. They're all just going, and what, you know, they tell you that it's not um, how hard you work or how curious we are or how much you're willing to make a positive difference in others. What they're saying, these forces are saying, no, it's not about making a difference. It's all, it's all about what you wear. It's all about what you buy how thin you are, how buffed you are, how you look in Facebook, my selfies, you know, for the first time ever, selfie is now a word in the Webster Dictionary. Give me a break. So when we focus on the wrong things, we create the conditions for monumental cynicism in our kids. Our children learn, our children need to learn that they are important, not for reasons of appearance, but for reasons of substance. Question two is important. Because if we believe that the only thing that matters is college or whatever that end goal is that our parents or that the world is leading us to, then how can we not end up frustrated, empty, and lonely and mad? You know, if what our lives, of, of where we want to go in our lives is so intrinsically linked to the question of, well, we don't understand that it's so intrinsically linked to the question of what gives us fulfillment. We think it's linked to some sort of an achievement about what we are not who we are. And so for most people, is how do we find that fulfillment? How do we find that meaningfulness? It's passion. We all know, don't we all know when we're in the right job, when we work at something truly because we're driven by a passion or we love it? And it's not about earning that paycheck. It's because it means something to us. The truth is that we are all going to have to have hard work to succeed in life. 
And if that's the case, let's at least work at something that we love, that matters, and that we care about. Now, question three can possibly be the most important one of all. And question three is, you know, how do we want to get there? Do we want to be somebody that cheats along the way? Is it so important that we get there that we're willing to cheat on our grades or take sh shortcuts or try to take the short road? And then you've got the pressures from your friends who are you're, because you're not like them. They're mean or cruel in what they say and how they do. And the real word's the same. It doesn't have anything to do with age group. We find the same thing as we're trying to please our peers and not really leading out. Um, so let's get back to where we started. We have the Z, you know Generation Z now is coming on its heels. What can we do? Let's focus in on the basics. Let's help our children. Let's help others. Let's ourselves understand that learning is valuable in and of itself. That hard work, genuine curiosity, and heartfelt passion pave the way to a life well-lived with meaning. And that real success comes when you can look at your life and say, I have done my best I've done my best to make a positive difference in the lives of others and the world that we live in. Have a meaningful week. I'm grateful that I get to spend this time with you. Michael Matheny, the Matheny Manifesto. The other one is Michael Mulligan, the three most important questions you can ask your teenager. Have a great week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.